Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. My name is Moshe Kasher. And I'm Natasha Legera. And that, that's our dog Pablo, if you're watching on the YouTube, <laughs> eating a carrot truly the size of his entire body and like Bugs Bunny, like a Looney Tunes cartoon. I mean, when I realized that dogs could eat carrots instead of like meat scraps, I thought that was, that was an improvement in my life. Well, right now it's looking real intense. It's looking like he's chewing on a gigantic dildo. Less diarrhea. Uh, Tosh, how you doing? I'm fine. We had an adventure recently, didn't we? Mm. What we, did we do? Well, we went for a long hike. Uh, and oh, we, in the hot springs. We walked an hour hike into this beautiful hot spring. And the whole time I was telling Natasha how beautiful it was, how special the place was. It's like a gorgeous walk um, and on a very shaded trail. Uh, and um, when we got there... It was beautiful. It was more beautiful than I could have imagined, I guess. There were a lot of gorgeous naked women there, and w- Moshe got excited, I guess? I would say there were uh, half a dozen uh, gigantic-breasted nude women. But it, they were also, like, very beautiful. Very beautiful. Definitely looking like a... Pretty uh, young. Definitely looking like a chill-out tent at, uh, at the burn. It looked a little more attractive than what I've seen at Burning Man. But right. Natasha, you mentioned that you thought Burning Man people weren't attractive, and I think that that's a, a one of your um, your memory deciding that the people there aren't attractive. I didn't say that. What's that? I didn't say they're not attractive. What did you say? I'm just saying those girls at the hot springs, and they were they weren't all together. There was like a few different groupings, but they all seemed more on like a model. Like I guess that's the point of the story is that we went to the hot springs and there were 17 naked models there and I had a really good time um, and just got to know them and we we really connected a lot of us. No, Moshe, um, he was calling me a prude because I thought that maybe the girl who ran up to him with her uh, tits just hanging out of her, you know, she had a one piece on, but then she had it one piece down. She had flopped it on down. She had flopped it down and she ran after Moshe. She was like, hey, are you the guy who knows about surf spots? And I was that guy. And then she asked him like all these questions about where to go. And she was like, he was telling her all these like intricate directions on how to get to these surf spots. Meanwhile, she's not writing it down or putting it into her phone. Well, she had, she got, it all got stored into the sense memory of her tits. And then when she left, I told Moshe that I thought it was funny that she had that whole conversation with him with her top down because if it were me and I saw that someone was with their girlfriend wearing a swimsuit, I probably wouldn't be asking them a lot of questions with their tits, with my tits out. And then you said that I'm a square normie or something. No, I just said you're like the dad from Footloose. And I think that's a compliment. But it did bring up this conversation that I was having with some friends when I was at Fake Burning Man, which was that they were talking about someone. Basically, the argument was they're older guys, and they were talking about how horny they get around hot women. And I think you were saying that, like, was I horny? Because there were there were topless women there. And I was like, of course I wasn't horny. I'm, I'm not there. 
I, it required. It wasn't just topless women. It was topless women in like full on conversations with different ones. But the, like one girl seemed like she was Diplo's girlfriend and she was talking about like all the DJ sets and Moshe was like talking to them about the Bay and, you know, his surfing career. I just thought they were really interesting people. That he was, was a comedian. There was just a lot that I found compelling about them. But your thing with me is that it's just like, why does it matter that their tits are out? Well, I just, I've been in enough weird hippie situations where I can be around gorgeous women who aren't wearing clothes and not feel aroused. I find it kind of bizarre that you would get aroused by nothing more than somebody not wearing clothes. Like, I get aroused when someone's flirting with me and I'm flirting back with them, but I don't do that because I'm in a committed relationship. So it, it requires a, some form of engagement in order for me to get like turned on by someone. Like, do you feel like you'd be turned on if there was like a muscle bound, like, like the like hot man lolling by a beach no, that, with but no I'm, clothes on? I'm not simple. But I'm not simple. Men are simple. I guess that's true in a way. Well, I guess I'm not simple in that way. I, it's like being turned on by Angelina Jolie to me. It's like, do you get turned on when you see a topless photo of Jennifer Aniston, like sunbathing? Honey, in Jennifer Milan? Aniston doesn't have topless photos of her. Don't the paparazzi like take snap photos of celebs when they're on their yacht or something like that? It's just like that's the, the equivalent of me seeing a hot woman with a shirt off. Like, I, I'm not aroused just based on. So when she was asking you about like all the different surf spots to go to. Um, oh, and she said she was a surf instructor, but she'd only been surfing for a year. <laughs> so when she's talking to you, do you, um, she was very sweet, very she was nice. nice. She, she was nice. When she's asking you all these questions, if she has her tits covered or not covered, it's 100% the same to you. I wouldn't say it's the same. Like what is the percentage of a difference? No, it's not that it's the same. Well, like do you ever look at the boobs or you just kind of Yeah, like I do a quick I do a quick glance cuz I'm only human, you know, but in general I'm trying to treat in a hippie situation like that when people are unclothed, I'm trying to treat the topless woman as though she is wearing clothes. Yeah, I'm trying to like, you know, I mean, I can't help but steal a glance, you know. I do know the color of her nipples and I'm thinking about it right now. What color were her nipples? Like pink. And they were very nice. But like the point is what I'm trying to do is to give her like the... um Because the, the whole point of those like nudie kind of places is that they're non-sexualized, right? So that people can feel free to be nude without feeling like they're being uh, leered at or objectified. Right, ideally. Well, that's the point of them and I and because I've been around a lot of those situations, I that's the I try to respect that 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 convention. I'm not like it's almost like it's almost like I'd be more com- no, this is straight up true. If I wasn't with you, I would be much more comfortable like flirting with a woman who was wearing clothes than I would flirting with a woman who wasn't wearing clothes at like a hot spring or something. Because right. there's some kind of lecherousness that's involved with being like, oh, you're naked? Let me hit on you. So I wouldn't do that. In fact, that's why a lot of women complain about hot springs because there's like always some like leering old man. There's always some like gross guy that's there all the time, kind of spread eagle, just staring, doing a lot of thousand yard staring. I, I feel like the girl who was asking you about surf spots, she uh, was looking for that guy. <laughs> she like had a journal with her with her swimsuit half down and she was kind of presenting with her ass up like on she was on her stomach in the hot spring journaling with her like butt presenting to the crowd and then uh then she was talking to the girls you were talking to which were other girls there was a lot of girls and, i do uh, wish i had a single friend 
I wish I'd, I'd had a single friend there with me because when a girl's like, hey, I'm traveling alone and looking for surf spots, the answer is, I'll come with you to the surf spot. So I wished I had a friend to say, hey, why don't you take her? You guys can go on a date. You know who I like to talk to at Hot Springs? Let me guess. Women. Oh, I thought you were going to say nobody. No, women are oh. good to talk to. You know who I like to talk I to? never with. want to talk to a man at That's a hot spring. fascinating because you know who I like talking to at a hot spring? Who? Women. Yeah. No, I don't care. I, I don't see... I, I Again, this comes back to a conversation we were having last week that women walk through the world with a different reality than men. Like, to me, I don't really care. I don't ever... It's not like I ever feel... It's not like I ever feel perved out by, uh, by a man at a hot spring. But why would I? They're not there to perv me out. They're there to perv the women out. Well, should we take a call, Mosh? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You know, the other day my brother came and spent the night, and he woke up in the morning, and guess what he said? What? He said, wow, that mattress was incredibly comfortable. And you know what I said? Hmm. That mattress was a Helix. We already have two family members buying Helix mattresses just from... Staying in our spare bedroom. Well, that's what happens. People come, they sleep on our Helix mattress, and they go, what was that? I want one. And we say to them, hey, we love it too. We're obsessed with it. It's so quick. It's so fun to unbox. You get it custom for your own body. You choose the Helix mattress that will work the best with you by taking a quiz. It's going to give you the perfect mattress for your body. Well, why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? I say to my brother. I say to your dad. With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. So if you're looking for a mattress, take the quiz, order the mattress. You'll be matched to. The mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't even need to go, ever go to one of those terrible stores again. Yeah, then you just pop the seal and you just feel that. And it opens up and all of a sudden, you sleep in. Just go to helixsleep.com slash honeymoon, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows to all of our listeners at helixsleep.com slash honeymoon. That's helixsleep.com slash honeymoon for up to $200 off mattresses and two free pillows. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You know, I waited over four hours today for food from a food delivery app. That was really uh, humiliating. And in the middle of it, I just thought, why did I even bother doing this? I should have just been cooking my own healthy, delicious, unbelievably good tasting meal from Green Chef. Green Chef has a meal plan for every healthy lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo. What are you, Mosh? I'm plant powered. <laughs> we actually did get the plant powered one and it was it's all vegetarian and it's super healthy, but Sometimes these super healthy ones are gross. These were super delicious. I loved it. And everything feels very balanced, and they measure everything already for you. It's it's just, it could not be easier. I can't cook, but I can cook these. Well, it's like, you know, there are these other meal delivery services, and the food's either not good or not healthy. This is good and healthy. And the reason is that Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe with over 30 meal choices per week and the flexibility to switch plans. You never have to sacrifice taste for nutrition. Green Chef is America's number one meal kit for eating well. Green Chef is also the first USDA certified organic meal kit. So you can enjoy hand-picked organic vegetables, premium proteins, and you don't have to worry about where they come from. So go to greenchef.com slash honeymoon100 and use the code honeymoon100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash honeymoon100. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. 
Now we're going to call Andrew and Elizabeth in Louis- Louisville. Louisville. I think it's called Louisville. Louisville? <laughs> I think so. No, it's not called Louisville. It is. You think it's a, just named after a town where Lou lives? No, I think that's how you pronounce it with a southern accent. Louisville? Louisville. All right, let's ask her. Hi. Andrew Elizabeth, can you say the, name, the name of the city you live in, please? Louisville. Louisville? <laughs> what do you mean, ah-ha-ha? Ha, you didn't you just, win. You just gurgle the vowels together. She's like, Louisville. You don't move your mouth. Whoa. I did win. Mine was closer than yours. Yours is Louisville. I said it's Louisville. <laughs> Wait, no, there's, no, there's no E in Louisville. She's closer. Louisville? <laughs> Louisville. <laughs> it sounds like a rapper. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Okay. L- L- gotta sound a little drunk, like L- you've been drinking a lot of bourbon. Louisville. Louisville. I mean. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well. Okay. Moshe can't admit that I'm right. Okay. Well. Okay. I'm sorry. Louisville. Welcome from Louisville. How? Talk to us. What's going on? Are you? You guys are cute. What's happening? Thanks. You guys are cute too. Thanks. Um, we would like to live together, but um, I have two cats that are very shy and little, and he has one very big, friendly dog. And very oh, Clifford, very friendly. Um, and we're not quite sure how to put those two together, and we're also still kind of unsure about where to live because we each have our own kind of areas in Louisville that we've established our lives and it's hard to kind of choose between the two. Okay. Sorry. It's a, it's a two pronged approach. Two pronger. Yeah. How many dogs are there? Yeah. One big one. One big red dog, Clifford, and two timid little cats. Little gray cat. I would get, get rid of the cats. (laughs) That's not the solution. Natasha. (laughs) I mean, you don't want something will, shitting in I, your I, house. I will, I will defend here. I don't think that's a good idea. I like the cats. They're cool cats. Can't you get cats to shit outside? Like cats. They're that... only inside cats. Yeah, here's, I don't here, get that. Here's the deal. Well, here's what's going to happen. You guys are going to move to get in together. Clifford is going to go after the cats and the cats are going to have a new reality, which is that their lives are going to be miserable for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Hey, it happened to my dogs when my baby came. Yep. They're never going to be happy again. Yeah. But the reality here is that you cannot uh, put your life on pause for the uh, emotional stability of your cats. That's not normal life. You got to just let them suffer. That's my thought. Uh, I think, you know, there's, well, there's that. And then on the flip side, you know, with whenever we're over on at her apartment, yeah, you know, Bruno really wants to play with her cats, and their her cats are pretty good at getting away. And so I think there there's times where like, especially where cats are nocturnal, and our hair cats are nocturnal anyway. And uh, and uh, Bruno's a big sleeper. Yeah, you know, so sometimes I think the reverse is also true, where he's like, you know, he's not getting a lot of sleep, and yeah, you know, maybe he's not also not the most comfortable situation there. But okay, I I know it needs to happen. You guys, I have it. Need to okay. get a house, have a baby, and then you won't care about your fucking pets anymore. <laughs> <laughs> to just have a baby in that answer. Well, yeah, I wait. mean they're gonna they're gonna have to just figure it out. Yeah, they'll all be okay. Are you saying Bruno gets sad because the cats reject his play <laughs> overtures? Bruno really is a big attention. If you whore. see his face, uh-huh. it's so sad. You guys are gonna make good parents too, which is the good news. 
I mean, they will spoil them terribly. Yeah, I, I just think you put these, put these. They're just dogs and cats. These, these, you just put them together. They'll figure out an equilibrium in your household, and, and they'll all, everybody will be fine. Your cats will never complain because they don't know English. Everything will move on, <laughs> and Bruno will be okay too. Even, and he'll maybe even write a song. He might maybe even say someday, "Why must I be like that? Why must I chase the cat?" And you know, it's. It, you know, you, you maybe leave a little bit open for something that you don't know is going to happen with them. Maybe there will be like a fun play situation or, you know, maybe feeding them. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll start to chill out together. You just don't know. Maybe their personalities might change a little bit for the better. Maybe you guys will eventually grow to hate one another and it won't work out <laughs> romantically between the two of you. And you'll go your separate ways. And maybe she'll take Bruno and you'll take the cats. You can't know the future. I'll just take them all. Yeah. Well, now, what's this other prong? Um, so we each, we live in different areas of Louisville, different neighborhoods, and he is very settled in his space, and I am very established in my space. And, the, okay, they're like 15 minutes apart. It's not a huge deal, but it's still kind of like, well, should we move to his neighborhood where, you know, he has like all his like dog people and like it's closer to like one of his jobs and things. You or have do dog, wait, you have dog people in your neighborhood? <laughs> is it, se I, uh, is it segregated like that where the dog owners live on one side of town and the cat owners? Oh, you guys are like a West Side Story situation. It's true. So we started a dog club. Uh, he did. I, I did not. I started a dog club uh, when quarantine had started with some of my neighbors. Uh, so that was that, that grew from like a handful wow, of people. Wow, it, it, it is rough out there, huh? How boring is Louisville? <laughs> <laughs> What's what happens in the dog club? What do you guys do? And that's the first rule is to not talk about it, actually. Oh, so. right? No, listen, you guys need to shack up. You get more for your money and, you know, just like see what where you can get the best place. I mean, Wait, is the idea that one of you would move into the other's house or the other of you would move into the or? Because the obvious answer is what Natasha said. Find a third, a new place. Well, the, can you? <laughs> so the trick is that we both have uh, significant ties to where we're at. So the, uh, like on her end, she's established a lot of like wherever, or where her uh, vet is. She's really close to her, she's really close to her work. She Wait, has hold a on, lot of I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to live close to your vets? Sorry. I honestly okay, don't like think I vet, can help you guys. My doctor, my what? prescriptions, what? my dentist. You want to live? Person, <laughs> how it's often all on do you? One road. My therapist, all on the but, same road. But how often do you need to go to the therapist? You can't drive 15 minutes once every week. Well, I don't like driving. Why don't you guys We're move? Not, we don't live in LA. What does that mean? You can't drive 15 minutes in in Lerville? <laughs> like uh, hold on it's more of a it's more of a hindrance what's happening seven minutes away from both of you what's that neighborhood like <laughs> the one in the middle there's a direction well in between us right between you uh, nothing uh, on the so on the other side though i have a i live in a cooler place is that true yes 100 percent. you can walk to like any therapist, so any, any doctor, an oncologist, <laughs> any vet, a vet, a plastic surgeon, a, a radiologist. She's more in a downtown part of Louisville, where there's a lot more walking distance from there. So a lot more like restaurants, bars, shopping. But I mean, who's to say? So yeah. On the flip side, I have a 
a weekend job actually working for my apartment complex where I get 20% off and they pay me on the weekends. You get so, 20% off your rent. I see. It seems that this all seems quite obvious to me now. So, so you both Wait, love what's but, obvious? Wait, you, I'm not in as fun of a part of town. So, mm-hmm. I think, what do you think, Tosh? Well, I guess the idea is that you both really love where you live separately, but you want to move in together. Is that kind of the problem? That is exactly the problem. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, really, what I'm hearing is you guys are. I mean, sca- you just don't get twenty percent off your rent anymore. I, think, I mean, this is with her. what I'm, and you get you get fifty percent off your rent because you're moving in with somebody. <laughs> right? It's, 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 it's pretty simple. I like it. And I th- walking <laughs> is better when you don't have to drive everywhere. You're happier. If I could just be honest and sincere for a second, what's obvious to me here is that neither of these are real issues, and you're both just scared to move in with each other. This <laughs> is true. I mean. It's just like it does. None of this makes sense. Like, oh, my kitty cat might uh, might not eat its kibble. Or oh, what about poor Bruno? It's like I'm gonna have to drive what seven minutes to get to my therapy appointment. It's like this is all bullshit. You guys are scared to move in together. Is it the first time you guys are moving in with somebody? Not yeah. me. Not you, yeah, but me. it is for you. Okay, so there's some fear or whatever. It's just like you th- live in Lurville. Yeah, you guys are Lurville oh. people. You Lurville. Oh, I get it. You do it like the 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 Lurville. That was actually the closest I've heard so far. So you nailed on that one. I just think the obvious answer is find a third place, someplace both of you like, someplace that's that's neither you win nor you win. You both of your expenses are going to go down automatically. Maybe you'll have to drive a little bit. Maybe you'll have to go back to your dog club. But it's just very obvious that that's the right thing to do. What I would do is start looking if you want and just 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 look, you know, you can be very casual because you can always fall back on one of your places and you can start calculating like, oh, you know, like, well, that would cost this much. So maybe it's worth it for you to not have to do that job. And then you can just, you know, because you're afraid to walk away, I'm sure. But here's the thing. When one of you move into the other person's space, the other person becomes dominant. That's what's that's what is going to happen. And like, you know, we used to live when I first moved in with Natasha, we lived in the house that she had lived in before me and had lived in with another guy that she was dating before me. And it didn't bother me, but I didn't feel fully comfortable and in my own space until we moved out of that house and into this house uh, so that it was fully, fully felt fully mine. And so why not, since both of you are thinking about moving why not find a place that's more neutral for the both of you some place with a yard for bruno with a cat a, a carpet tower for the the, the kitties and some place where you can both be happy i think that's a good plan In okay good luck you guys thank you so much enjoy <laughs> we will okay <laughs> bye y'all bye. bye that was so perceptive that they're just afraid to move in it's true they were just, I mean, what, what sense does it make where they're like, I got to get to my therapy and my, my vet, the vet thing was like hilarious. <laughs> she like, wants to live close to her vet. <laughs> I've never heard such a thing in my life. Well, that is hard though when you're, um, isn't it called like a, a, a sh- uh, what is it called? A, a honey, a honey hive or something or a honey, you know, it's like the, it's, it's, it's all too easy. It's all too good. When you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and moving in with another person. We should have kept them on the line for this. Moving in with another person is uncomfortable. That's part of it. Is, is you're sub- subverting your own comfort in order to make space for another person. One thing that is true about being single is that it's comfortable. Even if it's lonely. Even if it's difficult. 
uh, in the you can be very selfish. Yeah, it's just so comfortable because it's just you. You're making all, you never are are making uh, a decision that you're not comfortable with because you're the only one making any of the decisions. So I used to love being alone, even though it felt lonely and kind of uh, shallow. I just loved it because I was in control. I was always in control, and that's what they were struggling with: giving up control. And I think the day to day of living with someone—that's why it's like. When you have a long distance relationship, you know, it's like, it's not the same. No. Because there's so much like wear and tear, you know, it's like, it's a totally different thing. A long distance relationships, unless they are d- moving toward becoming short distance relationship, mm-hmm. are generally just people taking the drug of emotional intimacy without doing the work of actual intimacy. Very perceptive. Did you just make that up? Yeah, just right now. Well, hopefully those people will listen to this. Yeah, we should have kept them on longer. I felt bad. We pushed them away. No, I just... uh, Like Bruno and those cats. I mean, they were just like, where should we live? (laughs) But wasn't the answer answer obvious? Don't go to either... Don't let either person win. You guys are making a life together. So start start fresh. Yeah, no, they were cute. They were cute. I hope they find a cool spot. Um, Hey, I have an idea. Yeah. You want to hear a secret or two? Sure. Oh my God, Natasha. Yeah? You know how I always had that idea where I thought they should make a really like light, not heavy strain of marijuana for people that are trying to quit smoking? Mm-hmm. Well, somebody almost invented my idea. They're called dad grass. And they basically have made a strain of CBD that's smokable, that's got a teeny little bit of THC, just enough to like chill you out. I mean, I'm upset that I don't smoke because I want to smoke this because I think it's such a good idea. Dad grass. Dadgrass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. But you don't even get high. Their 100% organic pre-rolled joints are very low in THC and high in CBD. So you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. Try them. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash honeymoon. It's like having a glass of wine, not the whole bottle. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Go to dadgrass.com slash honeymoon for 20% off your first order. It comes in a really smart little kit. It's almost like a pack of cigarettes, but way better design. And you can just smoke these things and chill out. It can be nicer to your kids. You don't have to feel so guilty. Less have, stress. Have a little puff. You know, and go do some stuff. There's that, hardly any THC. That's dadgrass.com slash honeymoon. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. Don't you feel more and more like the time has come for us to start getting serious about taking a daily vitamin? Yes. Well, over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet, and 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. Sign me up. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diet of women 18 and over. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. And the results... Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase those vitamin D levels by 43% and those omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. Right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash honeymoon and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash honeymoon. Hey guys, 
Um, I have noticed that you mostly have secrets about relationships and sex and the like. Um, but I know you're both parents, and this is a bit of a parenting secret um, about a feeling I have. So my kid, she has been reading since she was three. She's like, really, we didn't even like do anything to make this happen. She's just like, tell me about it. Why are they accomplished? Like, how do you know? Why do we solve the problem? Like, she's just really fucking precocious. And, you know, she goes to school, and she's like, they're teaching them, you know, how to read, and she's like, for that her mind and it's a big issue and all this stuff and I have to be very diplomatic and actually have really felt like I can't believe like everyone catch up with each other everyone's smart in different ways all these things are true and you know what like she's not better than anyone else she's just this is the way she is and whatever this is the way her brain is right now you know what recently I have not told anyone this I feel no she she is smarter you know what she's smart. She's the smartest kid. She's smart. And I am that parent. I think my kid is the smartest kid. I think it's shocking and amazing. And I don't fucking understand um, like why everyone in the world doesn't understand that I have the smartest kid in the fucking town. Not really. In the school, maybe. And I feel that so strongly. And I can't tell a soul because that makes you an asshole. Um, yeah, I don't want to be that parent, but inside, I am that parent. And thanks. I just had to get that off my chest, and it feels really good. Uh, and just want to say, I love you both. I saw you at Caroline's many years ago. I look forward to seeing you live again together. You're delightful. Okay, thank you for making the pandemic a little brighter. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Her secret's that she thinks her kid is smarter than other kids. <laughs> yeah. But it does seem smarter. It it does. She's was it a girl? I couldn't. Yeah, I think it was a girl. She could read when she was three. And she's asking about the Israel Palestine conflict. <laughs> uh, this is like this feels like one of those tweets in real life coming true. My three year old looked at me the other day and said, "Mother, why would anyone even consider a vote for Trump when Joe Biden brings a platform of compassionate liberalism that it still is a pragmatic reality engaging in the issues that affect us today with a COVID plan that will make America safer and then I knew my child was special um, she played her hand at the end when she said she was from New York Why? it just felt like a very New York person kind of vibe you know it's like my secret is that my child is actually really really gifted <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've met parents who think their parent their kid are special and I've met their kid then you meet the kid. Yeah. Yeah, not n- never been like, wow, yeah, this is this is the one. I think there's something really weird about singling out kids as special or I don't know. Mm. Also, your child being 3 and asking about Israel doesn't mean that they're going to win a Nobel prize. They might be a fucking idiot when they turn 14. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> Should we hear another one? Let's do it. Hey, gang. I have a secret here. Um, I hate this story in that I am a person that is in the story. Um, but when I was really young, probably like six or seven, I went over to stay with one of my friends and for a sleepover, play date, whatever. And uh, 
halfway through the night or whatever, I asked to go to the bathroom. And he's like, yeah, let me just show you where I always go to the bathroom. And he takes me out of his room next door to his sister's room where he just starts kissing all over her laundry and dresser. And <laughs> something I hadn't known it was wrong, but, like, the fact that he was doing it was just, like, okay, yeah, this is what we are dealing this weekend. <laughs> and I proceeded to piss in his sister's room all over her stuff the entire weekend. And it's just a horrible story. I hate that I've <laughs> done this. And, uh, yeah, it's just something that I think about from time to time and really cringe about. Anyway, thanks, guys. Love the pod. That stuff happens. <laughs> Does it? Well, yeah, it's like you, you're, you're immature. You think something's funny. I'm just saying you can't, you sometimes, like, I remember I stole stuff from my friends, um, like her family let us, we were like, got really into shoplifting and, you know, I used to pee in in the heater because it made That's like a more gross thing. I'm just saying it's wrong. Yeah. You would pee in the heater? Yeah. Because it would like sizzle. Gross. What? Yeah. In your house? Yeah, in, in the house. What? Yeah. So and wait, then the hold on a second. The heat would come out, and your whole house it would smell like pee. It didn't smell great. But wait, hold on. Why does he get a pass for pissing in this his sister's hamper? But I'm getting you're getting your judgment because I peed, and at least mine had a had a ASMR component to it. Oh wait a second. How many times did you pee in the radiator? Countless. In your family home. Yeah, I had problems, Natasha. I was a troubled kid. When you were like 16, you did this? I don't know if I was. No, not when I was 16. No. no like 12? No. 10? Did your nine? mom say, don't pee in the radiator? Um, well, she couldn't hear the sound sizzling. She's deaf. So she probably didn't know what happened. She just would Did she something. smell the piss? You know, but what are you going to. So when heat comes out or air comes out, well, it blows piss all over the house. Well, let me just say, like, if you're just walking through the house and you smell a bad smell, what are you going to. You're not going to assume my son must have pissed in the radiator. Did you use the radiator as your toilet? No, I just once in a while would do it because I thought it was funny. This is disturbing. Well, a lot of things I did were, were disturbing when I was a kid. What did your brother say? Well, which brother? Because, you know, I murdered two of them. <laughs> Did your brother, did he say like maybe you shouldn't pee into the I don't think rafters? I did it around my brother. I think I did it as a private pleasure. And right now I'm feeling like you're looking at me like that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Um, I find it kind of shocking. Yeah, well, listen, I had a lot of problems. I haven't done it in a long time. I haven't done it since our kid was born. Are you joking? Well, we have central heat now, so sometimes... When I'm if you home. ever pee in our radiator. We don't have a radiator. There's nothing. That's one of my great disappointments about this house <laughs> is that there's no place for me to pee. There's no sizzle, actually. <sighs> that, that, that is really intense for me. Well, we all have secrets. All right. Well, thank you for sharing yours. And I, anyway, the person who peed all over the hamper, um, I was just saying, yeah, I was just saying things happen. And what about to me? I know, but somehow (laughs) yours seems worse. Mine is not things happen. Mine is bad. Well, because it wasn't his idea. I guess our caller feels more innocent to me because he was like Mm. along for the ride. He was, it wasn't his idea. Like I'm kind of, now the guy who told him that this is where we're peeing, he's a little more disturbed. I should get together with that guy. He seems cool. You guys kind of seem alike. Yeah, he seems cool. It was your idea. He seems like a unique thinker. 
Would you do it when you were mad at your mom, Moshe? No, it was just for pure fun. <laughs> pure fun. Come out of the bath, and I'd be like, that'd be a fun place to be. I was a kid. I was a little kid. Twelve. No. I said no when you said twelve. I said like ten, nine, eight, and you wouldn't accept that. <laughs> you want it to be older. Let's play another secret. Being awesome, though, I have a secret, and I try to keep it hidden from most people in my life, except maybe some people because it's unavoidable. Um, I trim my toenails with my teeth, mm. and I have them for probably the past 10 years. Okay. Bye. Just don't do that. I've done that. I'm mm, really. Mm-hmm. Right by the heater. I would pee into it and then I would do a yoga pose. But I, I hear what she's saying. I know what she's talking about. Well, I think that it's good. There's certain things that you can like just talk yourself out of. And trimming your toenails with your teeth. But what is the downside? Um, Ringworm? I mean, is that a, if, if that's the worst thing that comes of it. I do think that anyone who's with you as a partner would probably find it slightly like unseemly well it's probably the kind of thing you don't do when you're with someone else right it's probably not like curling up on netflix with your partner and then you just give a little <laughs> chaw to the old pinky toe oh man this is this is a, i'm having a hard time tonight <laughs> <laughs> secrets all right, so we, are all kind of like getting to me okay well let's move on let's do another call okay Hey, Endless Honeymoon Podcast listeners, we would like to tell you about another podcast that we think that you will love because we love it, and it's hosted by our friends Babs Gray, Brandy Posey, and Tess Barker. It's called Lady to Lady. Each week, they invite a special guest to play sleepover games, delve into ridiculous tangents. Past guests have included Karen Kilgariff, she's hilarious, Jody Sweeten, Peaches, love her, Margaret Cho, love her, Katja and Alaska Thunderfuck from Drag Race, and over 400-plus femme artists and comics. Lady to Lady on Exactly Right is available now, so listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Wednesday. Follow Lady to Lady on Instagram and Twitter at Lady to Lady Comedy. That's so funny. Pete in the radiator. That is true. I used to talk about it in my AA talk. It's like a funny, like, here's how I was a fucked up kid. And I would make that Were was you the drunk. No, I was just like a weird kid with a d mental and emotional problems. And I would say I used to pee in the heater because it made a funny sound and a funny smell. I was later to find out. And then people would laugh. One of my early proto jokes. What was the joke? I would pee in the radiator because it made a funny sound and a funny smell. I would later find out. Oh, and you got a laugh. Got a you, little laugh. So you started traveling AA, and then you're like, ooh, I kind of like these little laughs. Yes, and that's then you became correct. a comedian? Yes, that's exactly Wow, that's how it interesting. Happened. Now, see, how, what, I feel like now that I've had a child with you, now I'm getting scared. What do you mean? Why? Because maybe she'll be like you. It's like possible, but maybe. She, she does pee in the drain. She does. Well, you taught her to do that. I did not teach her how you, to do that. You did, too. You, you did. No, I didn't. You told me that you did. I didn't. She does outside of our house in the backyard. If she There's sees a drain. a drain, she'll pee. Maybe she is. She's a chip oh off the old block. Oh, my God. Chip off the... You know what? Actually, I'm going to buy her a external radiator so she has a place to pee. So you weren't drunk. I was not... Stop. I was not drunk. <laughs> I was eight years old. 
No, I was just saying, yeah. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's call Gabriella in Orange County. Here we go. Hopefully she's wearing a mask. <laughs> is Orange County like an anti-mask place? Well, Huntington Beach is like kind of the headquarters of California. Anti-vax stuff. Gabriella. Oh, really? Hey. Gabriella. 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 How's it going? Going so well. I'm so excited to be here. We're glad to have you. Now, did you go to the um, the recent anti-vax uh, rally in the Huntington Beach? No, I was not there. Sounds like a cool place to find a guy. <laughs> Wait, Huntington Beach is where all the anti-vaxxers are? I didn't know that. Well, here's a little tidbit about Huntington Beach. Not that you live in Huntington Beach. We just know what county you live in. We don't know where you live in, in Orange County. The mayor, the former mayor of Huntington Beach got knocked out in an exhibition fight last weekend. He was a UFC champion. Before, we actually, I think, interviewed him together on Adam Carolla once. Tito, oh, wow. Tito Ortiz. Really? So that's what's going on with the municipal government of Huntington Beach, <laughs> is that they're moonlighting in exhibition fights. But anyway, Gabriella, how can we help? Yes. Okay. I need relationship advice. Okay. So just a little background. Um, I was engaged in May called it off. I'm newly single and I have no idea what I'm doing. So I am dating this one guy. Um, I don't want to say I'm in love with him, but like, I think I'm in love with him. (laughs) (laughs) But I am also dating other people. So it just gets a little weird that way. Um, But yeah, we've been dating since June. And um, when I first started talking to him, I said, I want something casual, but we talk every day. We see each other like twice a week. We're anything but casual. He's already met my friends. And then we're going away for a weekend together like next week. Um, So in August, I asked him like, what's going on? What's happening here? And he was just like, hey, um, I like to see where this is going. I want to keep it where it is. I don't think we'll get married, but I want to see where it goes. (laughs) He said that? (laughs) Yes. Where, what he's like no i think it could go as far as engagement <laughs> like your last relationship right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's like i do know that you're comfortable ending a relationship at that zone so i'm interested in yeah. seeing if it gets that far i mean does that turn you off a little bit gabriella like i i would kind of be turned off by that if someone told they just would seem like like uh kind of a rigid person yeah, because I was like, why aren't I wife material? Like, why would you tell me that? I didn't even ask if we're going to get married. And he just throws that information out there. I didn't need to know it. Was he flirting? Was he, did he, was it, was it, was he trying to be funny? Um, it was via text. So very hard to read. But I did. Okay, so here's more to the story. Um, I asked him that in August. It's obviously been in the back of my head since then. Two weeks ago, I said, hey, what are my red flags? Why aren't we getting married? And he said, you party a little too much. Hmm. Do you party but a little too much? No, I don't. That's the thing. So we are both usually, into- By the way, usually people that party too much are very comfortable saying, yeah, I party too much. They always <laughs> yeah, are very honest about that. They're like, I've got a problem, actually. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, this is it. Um, no, so like we're both into EDM music. And since we've started talking, we've both been to like two shows and that's it. Like our level of partying is the same. So I was like, is this just a bullshit excuse? He's just like, maybe you party a little too much. It's like, no, we party the same amount. It feels like a cop out. You right. know what I mean? You guys don't seem that compatible. 
Well, they're very compatible in some ways. They both they're both speaker freakers. They like going to these like <laughs> you know these dubstep shows and dropping a couple hits of Molly and just putting their head all the way in the speaker, putting a little Vicks vapor rub under each nostril and chewing on a pacifier. I mean, I mean, just the idea that some guys like I I will date you, but I will not marry you. And then he's like, you and you have to keep asking him where you stand. And then you ask him again, and he's like, you party too much. I mean, it just feels like. He just feels kind of like not that much fun, to be honest. The, and you seem like a lot of fun. Right. You're so much fun. You're actually a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> this is very... I have a strong feeling about this one, Gabriella. Okay, you go, Mosh. And it's basically what Natasha's saying. It's like... But the, with one added thing. You are a victim of getting what you asked for. You started this relationship saying, I don't want anything serious. You found somebody that is incapable of giving you anything serious. Who is probably seeing other people right now right. because you are, right? Yeah. And then six months later, you're like, wait a minute. Maybe I could change the terms of this agreement. And you you fucked around and now you're finding out. This dude, isn't the, he's not that guy. So when he says, right. I don't know if I'm going to marry you, he's not saying you're not marriage material. He's saying... I'm not marriage material. You're not. It's not going to happen with me because he's the guy that agreed to the casual relationship in the first place. Mm-hmm. He's the casual guy. Why are mm-hmm. you trying to turn a hoe into a housewife? <laughs> oh, he is a doctor. That's why. oh, that's why I get it. <laughs> <laughs> right, he can fill. He can give you a bunch of prescriptions. But you know what? Enjoy this time with him and see if it if it does grow. Because if 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 he starts to feel more and you start to feel more, and then maybe you can reframe it. And you know, but I. I personally would stop asking him about like where things are at. I would try to get him a little more on you and I would just, you know, be a little more busy. But the you ain't going to reframe it. It's not happening. He's to, he already told you. He's telling you in a very insensitive way. It doesn't seem like he's an incredibly nice guy. And it sounds like he thinks that right. he's like you know, this like master and, and he's, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a doctor and who is he going to wed? Right. And, you know, he's like probably thinks he can get anyone because he's a doctor and he makes money, I, I guess. I don't know. But I think that's what it, it is. He's giving you a very clear signal. He's saying what you asked for in the beginning and what I agreed to at the beginning is what I'm going to be giving you until the end. So you have to know if you're comfortable with that. But I mean, does it mean that they can't fall in love eventually if she keeps going on these trips with him? I, and- don't, I don't see it. Uh, it could be obviously everything things change it not there are no yeah. rules but it just seems like if he's telling you you know how about six months in you guys are going on a vacation like i want oh, i want to keep keep things where they are i want to see where this is good what and is he he's going to fall in love m- month nine no it sounds like he's trying to keep his options open now that i think about it and i really think that you know he has this idea like sometimes we make fun of like men in hollywood like they all want like a you know a, a, a 10 who went to Harvard, a bikini model who went to Harvard and they're all kind of holding out for that. And they, that's what they all think that they're going to marry, you know, like, yeah. and, and, and so I think that men have this, or they all think they're going to like move to LA and maybe they could date Emma Stone, but they'll like, you know, date anyone else until they can like, people just want to keep their options open because they have this unrealistic view and it's really immature of like who they could be dating and you know who they could like walk into a party with and who who could help them leverage certain things in their career and in their you know so it's like and who's going to father my chill or mother my ch- 
children and you know it's just very unrealistic and I don't know I just think it's more important to think about what you want and is he marriage material for you and you know and and keep dating other guys because he's dating other women probably and I noticed I noticed something do you want to say something Gabriella sorry um no keep going you got it no I just noticed something that I having done this podcast for a long time that women often do uh when men say things like this Men say things like, I don't want to go there. I'm not ready to go there with this relationship. I want to keep it the casual, blah, blah, blah. And the woman often has this reaction that you had. What's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough for you to make it serious? They're missing, you're missing all the information, which is that he's, it's not, nothing's wrong with you. You already know the information about you. You're down. He, there's something wrong with him. He's the guy, when he says, I don't know if you're marriage material, he's saying, I, I'm not the guy for you. He's not saying you're not the girl for me. He's saying I'm I'm not you're not going to get that out of me. And women are always I've noticed again and again they're framing this as like oh if I was different he would be down. No, he's saying I'm a I'm a doc I'm Dr. Fuckboy. You know, like that yeah. so take me as I come. I don't have anything else to offer you. And and maybe if you fall if you start liking someone else, maybe he will fall I don't know like maybe he'll get jealous and that might activate something in him and activate a little passion because you know what you want from him is for him to I mean you're already skipping a marriage you guys aren't even like exclusive you have a long way to go that's true yeah so I mean I guess that's the follow-up question like stop talking to him or just like push him away a little bit just just keep it it how it is because if if you like what Moshe said if you can handle it how it is right which I think you would have to like what I would do if it was me personally I would I mean this is what I would tell myself I would try to do is maybe try to do one less thing with him or you know just be like just you know just don't all or at least don't drop everything to do something you know what I mean because I think that when you're really into someone like anything is like tentative except being with them you know so whenever they invite you you drop everything and I don't know I think the more times you don't do that the more times you're opening up yourself to find other things whether it be from yourself or maybe a coffee with someone else who you don't know yet but you know just like opening up to other things besides him him. ask him if he knows any cute doctor guys but i don't think you need to ignore him and i think if you want to go on this this trip it'll be fun but here i'll I'll tell you what not to do do not ask him again where you stand that is real okay yeah Mm -hmm. don't do that be like when do i bring it up again don't do that never bring it up you say never never bring it up no let him bring it up that's true he already told her twice now she's just kind of humiliating herself and annoying him i feel that but the other thing to not do is to engage in a fantasy where you're like i'm just gonna stick it out until he changes it's like right i would do that too have your fun with this if this guy's fun you guys like going dancing together and you guys have good sex i bet that's clearly true and you guys like to party together, like have that fun, but don't don't think you could stick around long enough for him to fundamentally change. He's told you who he is. He's kind of a, not the most sensitive dude in the world, but probably a lot of fun to be around and exciting because he's like a smart guy or whatever, but he's not going to give you what you want. So if you want love, look elsewhere. If you want more casual Dr. Dr. Fuckboy, then stick around. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry if sense. that's depressing, Gabriella. <laughs> I mean, I already kind of thought about it. I just needed to hear it. And it's like my therapist wasn't around. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck and stay strong. And you're gorgeous. And, oh, you know, you. and think about it this way. How much does your therapist cost? One hundred fifty dollars an hour, one hundred dollars an hour. 
You know what, Kaiser Co. paid twenty dollars. Twenty dollars, even just twenty. Okay, so that's one hit of Molly, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Try to frame one. it in in terms that you will, that you respond to. You just saved yourself one hit of Molly. This is awesome. <laughs> at the next, uh, at the next Dead Mouse show that you go to, or who's your favorite? Who who are your guys? <laughs> oh my God, Jax Jones. You heard of him? I don't haven't heard of anybody anymore. <laughs> I stopped going to raves in like 2001. When those towers fell, that was the end of my time in the EDM community. All right, well, Gabriella. I don't think he really respects you that much. I don't either. I think that, you know, have fun if you if you feel like it. But just, you know, I would just cool off a little bit. Yes, if you can. I have one. 50%. One That's my diagnosis. Thought. Natasha's diagnosis Oh, but don't right. try to like play games. Just really try to be genuinely like a full, like busy and doing things and sight. Yeah. get tickets to things with girlfriends and like, you know, just do other stuff. And you, yeah, you like to party. Go book other things. Here is, a, Natasha's right. And I have one last thought based on it. If I was a respectful dude who respected you and just wanted a casual relationship with you, you said to me, I'm starting to fall for you. What's up? Where are we at? Here's what I would say. I haven't, that hasn't happened for me yet. I'm still comfortable with us staying casual. I wouldn't add that little extra bit of information. I don't see us getting married and you party a little too hard. Those are the, that's the information he's giving you. You don't have any red flags. He's got the red flags. He's going, not only am I going to keep it casual, but I'm going to insult you on the way out too. Just yeah. so you know, so you know, I'm the man, like I'm dominant. In I don't this like it. And, yeah. and also what does that mean? You party too much. You're not, you're not, uh, you know, you're not at the same level as me. No, but it's also even worse than that. It's like you diagnosed it. We party the same amount. Yeah. And what he's saying is you party too much. Because I can party at this level. That's cool. But the woman in my life, she's got to be like, yeah. she, that's not cool for her. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. That's just some stanky like misogyny that I'm not really, I'm not down I think with. you can meet someone better, yeah. honestly. There Maybe, are other yeah. doctors in the sea, as they say. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, if, if it's a fun place that you want to go to, and, you know, it might be worth it for the trip. That uh, doctor yeah. dick. I mean, it's like solving and it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, lot to think about for sure. I'm going to go on the trip and then go yeah. back a little bit more. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Have fun. And like and look for those insults. Yeah, look for the insults. They might be. <laughs> she's right. They might be more present yeah. than you're aware of because because like I said, your response to his insult was what's wrong with me? Not well, hey, what the fuck is wrong with him? Hmm. Very true. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Good okay. Luck. Bye. Thanks. Bye. And you know what else is going to happen on their trip is she's going to spend a little more time with him because I think like a few more months she's going to realize he's kind of like an asshole. He seems like an asshole. He seems... What I didn't want to say because I don't want to give her a complex, although I think maybe we already did, is there's a certain kind of guy in the world. I should have just told this to her. A certain kind of guy in the world who will categorize women. I mean, honestly, probably women do this too. And be like, you're good for fun. But you're not mm. good for wife. Like my wife <laughs> right. needs to be this kind of like idealized like. You a lot know. of men are like that. Yeah. And I, th- I think women do it too. You know, the, the good time. Men do it more. I think women do it more. Okay. I think women do it 50% and men do it 50%. Okay. 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 Whatever. I think men do it 50%, 51%. Women 49. Okay. We accept that? Yeah. And no, I'm just kidding. I, but yeah, I think that this like idea, like my part, they have this weird warped idea that like my wife will be this way. She'll be this innocent paragon of virtue. It's the Madonna whore complex, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to. Oh, they want her to like 
be pure, the wife. You have you heard of the Madonna whore complex? Yeah. Like that's a, like that's a thing that men are engaged with. Was so like I want to be with the whore, but like I want to end up with the Madonna. Do you know anyone who did that? Who ended up with the Madonna? Who like the pure woman? Yeah. I, absolutely. Yeah. It's usually kind of an unevolved guy who doesn't realize that there's Madonna and whore in every woman, and that and that Madonna is is going to be. There, there's no such thing as a, as pure anybody. People aren't pure, and they're also not dirty. They're just people. I am evolved. I can sit in a hot spring, and with fi- <laughs> surrounded by five naked models, and think nothing more than I love my wife. And if one of these women uh, sparked an interest in her eyes, then we could all three go home together. But until that happens. I'm just going to have a conversation about surf spots. All right. Well, why don't you give us a call? 213-222-8608. Tell us what you think. Uh, you can also send us an email, endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail, or visit us on Instagram. We can be found on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And uh, most important of all, Natasha. Yes? I couldn't really look at those women in the hot spring for as anything more than interesting people. Do you know why? Why? Because I love you. I love you too.